at least this week. All right, let's get into this word. Uh, we've been talking about breaking the chains of torment. And I'm almost being pulled that even though I know next week is Christmas Eve, uh, instead of finishing up today, finish up on Christmas Eve. Because uh, we need to finish this. Pastor Mel was talking about this morning. If you have time, please check out the 915 discipleship class uh, because it was talking about winning and victory. And it was talking about some of the different spirits. Um, just, just how to... Uh, hold on, hold on. How to defeat the strongholds? No, but what was the uh, the outline? How to was that how to how to de- how to conquer or defeat strongholds? Um, so so interesting. We'll probably talk about some stuff similar. Um, have you guys been enjoying breaking the t- chains of torment so far? Yeah. Okay. Are you breaking some chains of torment? All right, so, so, so again, again, so we talked about, uh, uh, Scripture says, First uh, uh, John 4, perfect love cast out fear, right? Mm-hmm. It says why? Because fear has what? Torment. Torment. And we know the adversary is destined for what? Torment, right? The lake of fire, torment. And, you know, the Bible says there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So he wants to torment us. Now... I understand we want to live and not die, so most of us are trying to save our lives. But before you save your life, please save your mind. Amen. Like a lot of times we're, 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 we're still existing, but we've lost our minds, right? Like we can't, uh, we don't have a day of peace, a day of rest. We can't go to sleep. We're worried about everything and what everybody thinks. You know, we can't even go on a holiday without worrying about what people are going to say, how they're going to say it, uh, how I got to, it's because we try to prove ourselves to everybody, you know. You leave a conversation, instead of you just going home and having a good night's rest, you spent the whole drive going, you think they think that? You think they're going to say that? Well, they looked at me kind of funny, so I think they don't like me no more. Well, they ain't all that anyway, you know. They, they think they all that. Now, you know, you hold a whole conversation, but you by yourself. Right. Yeah. Like you're there by yourself, but you're, you're not there by yourself. Those spirits are in your head trying to convince you of something. You got to cast down those imaginations. Yeah. You know, do you understand we have all types of personalities? Some people here, their, their general presentation is stoic. Like, you know, stoic, like, like, like if you don't, engage them, you wouldn't know what's going on inside, right? Now, now some people are young, they're going to grow out of that, but some people are just who they are. But if you open it, you, you talk to them, they open their mouth, phenomenal personalities, right? But you just got to engage them, right? But sometimes we don't go near them because of what? How they look on the outside. Now you have some people here that are uh, super joy. <laughs> Lady hey, I love it. But 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 you have some people that they that they feel the joy when they're around the joyful person, but some people are like, what's you? What are you smiling about now? Man, you're always smiling. You know, I she ain't that happy. She ain't that happy. That's a front. Right? You're all in your head, right? Just 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 accept it for what it is. And there are people here that, that uh, because of the culture they grew up in, they're aggressive in their communication. I don't know who could possibly be like that, but I know some other people might be aggressive. <laughs> well, that, that probably would be me. You know what I'm saying? But again, we can't, we can't be so selfish that we think the world and the household we grew up in Everybody grew up in the same household, went through the same experiences, and in the same world. And if you don't watch it, the adversary get in your head and have you judging people. You know, who he think he is. You don't know everything, and we ain't even talking about everything, are we? Right? Right? And then, you know, anybody that's communicating to you, they have to come with a level of believing what they're talking about. You know, they can't just come to you, well, I think this is, this might be possibly, what do you think, Gerard? Y'all not really receiving that, right? So I got to spend time with it where it's real to me and communicate to you. So don't let the adversary get you in your head so you don't get all the information you need. Because basically, we're trying to save some minds here. The Bible says you receive the engrafted word. 
which is able to what? Save your soul. Save your soul. Now, within your soul is your mind, your will, your emotions, your intellect, and your imagination. And so, when we show up, we're saving our soul. We're saving our minds. We're trying to calibrate our minds so to be, it, it could be focused and balanced thinking because God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, which has torment, but he's given us a sound mind, a clear thinking mind. So if your mind's not clear, if you're not at peace, the adversary has slipped in your mind through certain access points, right? And we're going to try to Get him out because once he gets in, he tries to torment you. You know, you can live your whole life based on one relationship. You know that? One breakup. Everybody else you meet will pay for the one breakup. You know why? Because the average say slipped in because what? That, that trauma created the need for compensation. And, and the compensation sometimes is insecurity, overprotectiveness. Uh, possessiveness, you know, because like you, you go into the next, the first relationship, he's like, oh, uh, oh, just, uh, I'll see you when you get back. Okay, enjoy, enjoy, have a good time. You know, then after they play you, the next relationship, where you going? He's going to the store. I just told you I was going to the store. What store? What time are you expecting to be there? Well, call me when you get to the store. Matter of fact, give me your phone. Just put this app in. I just want to make sure you're going to the store. And now I'm about to see, but you could actually get to the store, leave your phone in the car, and go somewhere else. So what I need you to do is while you're there, FaceTime me so I know you're there. But, but, but that's not based on the person you're dealing with, is it? No. It's based on the other relationship. Yeah. Right? Right. So you've allowed things to, to get in your mind. Yeah, some of us have let ourselves go and become hopeless. You know why? Because of what's happened to us before. What the average say gets in your head and said, ain't nobody going to want you. What, what, what you looking in the mirror for? Matter of fact, you better stop looking in the mirror. You're going to keep scaring yourself. What you need to do is realize no one's going to want you. Now I got an option. You can change from being what God designed to being something else. And people might want you. Now I'm going to tell you later, I can't guarantee that, but at least I can get you going down the road not believing what God has designed and not growing that. All these things start to get in our head, right? And so, so we've been spending some uh, seven weeks or eight weeks or so trying to get our minds back. Now one of our foundational scriptures is Luke 22, Right? 31 and 32. Luke 22, 31 and 22. Right? Simon, Simon, what? Satan desires to have you. Now, now, when that scripture says have you, that's take ownership of you. Right? Right? So he doesn't want to just be your friend. He wants to run you. Now, the interesting thing is some of us in our, in our, in our design, we think we running things. I'm going to do what I want to do. But see, that's a rebellious spirit. There's a spirit triggering that thought. Right? So, 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 so he wants to have you. Why? Because he wants to what? Sift you as wheat. Did you say shift? I heard you. I was listening. Right? Sift you as wheat. Break you down. Now, now he's not just trying to break you down. This, uh, Jesus says, I'm praying that you're... Faith fails not. So he's trying to break down your faith because without faith, faith, it's impossible to please God, right? Right? A little inside, (laughs) right? So without faith, so he's trying to break that down because the only way I can really tap into, as Pastor Mel was teaching the other week, on the kingdom of God and the, the air that we are, and walk in the authority that we have is I got to see beyond the natural. You know, what I was born, I was born in sin and iniquity and craziness. And, but I got to see beyond that, get a picture of my actual design, how it was fearfully and wonderfully made, right? Scripture says when we open this word up that saves our soul, it's like looking in the mirror, Right? Yeah, we go from faith to faith, glory to glory, right? We're changed into his image and his likeness, which is how he designed us. He made us in his image and after his likeness. So the more we look in 
Uh, I, I, I heard uh, Zipporah earlier talking about um, how she, so she doesn't have the wrong attitude or spirit, she would keep a mirror near her so she could see how she's saying what she's saying. Because it may sound nice, but she could see her face and see that, that edge. Y'all know, y'all know the edge? I know the edge. You know the edge. You know the edge from, you know, your edge or somebody else's edge? He talking about her edge, right? See, you ain't right. Right, but it says second, second, second uh, Corinthians, a little audible, but second Corinthians 3.18 is that scripture. We're changed into his image day by day, right? Amen. That's what the goal is, right? All right, so, so uh, what's been, we talked about when you convert, this, uh, uh, right after that he says, when you're converted, go strengthen your brethren. So, so there's a conversion that has to take place. Now the tough part is some of us are comfortable where we are, but God isn't. Some of us are satisfied with what we're doing, but God isn't. So we're playing off of the kingdom of God and God's design. Are we going to line up with keep going until God's pleased and approved or just settling for what we're comfortable with, right? Then we flipped it. Now we've become our own gods, right? And so we talked about this last week, so I'll, I'll just add this just so we're on the same page. We talked about some of the things that's preventing us from conversion, and one of the things we talked about, you know, we talked about being crucified with Christ, but we're saying that what's really preventing us is a lot of times we get buried. When we come into the kingdom, you get buried into the kingdom, or you're baptized into the body of Christ, right? But a lot of times when, when, when we're submerged, we have spiritual claustrophobia, Right? We don't like, it's, it's like we feel restricted. But really it's not us. The spirit feels restricted because it's had free reign in our life. And so, 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 so when, you, when you're buried, the spirit goes, I got to do something, man. I got to do, like you just can't sit there. Like you, you want to break out. But you got to stay down. Let God resurrect you from there. But see, we don't let the resurrection take because we don't stay buried, right? We try to resurrect ourselves. And, you know, most of us, if we're honest, we'll say that's how we got ourselves in trouble, right? Yeah. Now, now, why do we have to be buried? Now, we know this from Psalms that we were born in this world of sin and iniquity, right? right. And so one might say, well, why, why would God do that? No, God put us in a, a good place that had everything we need. But the stewards actually uh, gave it over to Satan, gave the power and authority over to Satan, Adam and Eve, right? So, so God birthed us into this kingdom. He said, well, why, why didn't God just right then and there destroy the kingdom? God doesn't, God, once God's word goes out, it's going to do what, he, what he's supposed to do. So what he did was he sent us in to change the world. To be, to transform the world, not be conformed to the world. But some people, like, 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 I can see the meeting up in heaven. Hey, 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 Jesus comes back, right? So Jesus come back. He said, hey, man, I was down there. It's like, man, so how was it? How was it? He said, he said, man, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell y'all. It's awesome down there. He says, man, I had to depend on God unto death. Never had to do that before. Yeah, man, one time, man, I fed, I fed 5,000. One time, 4,000. Man, I spit on some clay and, and gave, God his, gave this guy his sight. Man, uh, and, you know, one day I was praying, and, and my boys that he gave me, the disciples that was with me, they out on the sea, you know, and, man, these, these guys out there tripping. So God said, well, you know, I need you to go out there. I said, well, God, I didn't get a boat yet. He said, no, you just walk on the water. He said, so I, I went through all that. Oh, man, you did all that. He said, man, man, I wish I can go. Oh, glad you asked. <laughs> yeah, well, we need recruits because you remember Adam and Eve, the God's first creation? They kind of messed some things up, right? And so I need, we need some recruits to go down there and colonize the earth realm. So to bring heaven on earth. So, so, so we're going to bring heaven on earth, man. Heaven on earth for real. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to take what we got in us and then we're going to take it down there. All right, so, so, so now listen. When you're on assignment, I have to warn you, you're going to be born in sin and iniquity. 
So y'all see clear now, but when you get there, you're going to feel a sense of blindness, right? But you need to, you need to confess, believe in your heart and confess with your mouth my death, burial, and resurrection, and you'll be saved. You'll be born again. So you're going to have to be birthed twice. You have to be born of water and then born of the spirit. See, born of water is going to help you get in, in, in the earth. But born of the spirit is going to help you to reaccess heaven so it could be heaven on earth. All right? You got that? Oh, man. Man, I'm so excited. Hey, I appreciate your excitement, but don't forget. Don't be conformed to that world. Right? You got to be transformed. Right? When you, soon as you get there, renew your mind. Right? And so this, is, this was the plan that took place. Now, why did this have to take place? Genesis 6-5. Let's, let's talk about that, Genesis 6-5. You with me so far? Try to give you a picture of, of how things work out. You know, because some of us have allowed ourselves to be clouded or blinded when we're supposed to be walking in the light. Right? Yeah. All right, so I said Genesis. Wow, I was breathing hard just doing that. I did work out this morning. Not enough cardio, huh? This is all the lifting weights and no cardio, right? All right, so Genesis 6, 5. Look, look. Now, it says, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thought. Now, now God could have just said he saw the wickedness. That, for most of us, that's enough. Oh, this is ugly. But look, 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 he broke it down. He says, God saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every, how many? Every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. See, so he saw that not only were they in a world of darkness, but the darkness had got in them had got in their minds, right? And so we don't have to go through the whole thing, but you know what happened after that, right? <laughs> Wipe out, <laughs> right? You know, you, you know, you just, we need to just, <laughs> you know, we, we have to clean some things up. Now, now look, look at God through this process. Look at God's intolerance to evil in the thoughts of our imagination. Now, now, God has given us, I told you, a mind, a will, right? Emotions, right? Intellect and imaginations. Now, the imaginations is a canvas that he gave you so he can show you purpose, vision, and destiny. Right? But you want to make sure God is drawn on a canvas of that imagination and not the devil. Because then that now... We go from dreams to nightmares, right? Right? Worst case scenarios, you know what I mean? So, so, so God had an intolerance to evil, anything twisted, anything wicked, or the delusion of man. And then he wiped everything out. Now it says all their thoughts were like that. So he, he had an intolerance to that, right? And let's go here to Ephesians 4. All right, Ephesians 4. And, and I'm going to read this out of the Amplified, the AMP, and um, it's probably a lot of scriptures, but please write it down and go study it and break it down for yourself when you have opportunity, all right? I might be going a little fast through this so we don't spend all of our time on it. All right, so uh, Ephesians 4, 17 through 24, and then I'm going to read 27 through 28. Ephesians 4, 17 through 24, then I'm going to read 27 and 28. It says this. So this I say and solemnly affirm together with the Lord. Remember, this is the Amplified Version. So this I say and solemnly affirm together with the Lord as in his presence that you must no longer live as the unbelieving Gentiles live in the futility of their minds and in the foolishness and emptiness of their souls. For their moral understanding is darkened, they're blinded, and their reasoning is clouded. It says they are alienated and self-banished from the life of God. God didn't banish them. They banish themselves in their mind, right? 
It says, with no share in it in the life of God. This is because of the willful ignorance and spiritual blindness that is deep-seated within them. Because of the hardness and insensity of their heart, we want to watch that, right? And they, the ungodly in their spiritual apathy, having become callous and unfeeling, have given themselves over as prey to unbridled sensuality, eagerly craving the practice of every kind of impurity that their desires may demand. But you, but you did not learn Christ in this way. If in fact you have really heard him and have been taught by him, just as truth is in Jesus revealed in his life and personified in him, so if I bury myself in him, the truth will always be flowing through me, right? It says that regarding your previous way of life, you put off your old self, completely discard your former nature, which is being corrupted through deceitful desires and be continually renewed in the spirit of your mind. That's your default. Having a fresh, untarnished mental and spiritual attitude and put on a new self, the regenerated and renewed nature. That's the born again person created in God's image, God-like and in the righteousness and, and in the righteousness and holiness of truth. Now, truth means final reality. This is living in a way that expresses to God your gratitude for salvation. Ooh. And do not give the devil an opportunity to lead you into sin by holding a grudge or nurturing anger or harboring resentment or cultivating bitterness. We talked about that. Those things open up for those spirits, right? It says the thief who has become a believer must no longer steal, but instead must work hard, making an honest living, producing that which is good with his own hands so that he will have something to share with those in need. And as I know it's a lot there, but, it, but see, you see how it's saying that we're opening ourselves up for, for a whole lot of things that's alienating ourselves from the life of God. See, if we stay buried, remember I said stay down in Christ, we become one with Christ. So the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, long suffering, faith, goodness, gentleness, meekness, and temperance. Against such there is no boundaries or laws. Galatians 5, 22 and 23, right? Right? That becomes how we, when we squeeze, the fruit of the spirit comes out. Right? Because we're buried in Christ. You know, versus when we squeeze, what really comes out? I'm not talking about our front. I'm talking about What's our default, right? And this is what this is talking about. Now, and then it goes on to tell us that, that don't let the devil get place and how he gets place, resentment, all these things I talked about earlier, envy, jealousy. See, see, you might not be the type of person that's selfish and won't help nobody, but you live in envy and jealousy. So what you do is you highlight what you do so you can hide what's not pleasing to God. Then you might be the person that's never envious and jealous. But you have bitterness and resentment anytime somebody cross you. Tearing around unforgiveness. Matter of fact, you don't create an unforgiveness, the people don't even know about it. Because it's all been in your mind. Right? It says that, that opens the door. But then I like this other part. It says the thief, which was us. Now, why were we called thieves? Because we were still in a life that God gave us to come in this earth realm. We were still in a purpose by giving it away for something. It wasn't ours to give. Our life is not our own. We've been bought with a price. It says, it says that thief, right? Look, look, it says the thief who has become a believer now must no longer steal, but instead must work hard. Like, now, see, see when, I, when I wasn't in for God, I wasn't embracing no preparation. It was always get rich quick. It was always trying to get around, manipulate around things. So I didn't wait my turn. I took somebody else's. Wow. You see what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't celebrate someone else so I can elevate. What I did was I hated, sabotaged, so they could fall so I can get in their place. See, that's a thief does that. 
You're stealing somebody else's opportunity instead of growing into your own. Right? All right, you, 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 we good? Because we're supposed to be under tutors and governors into the appointed time of the Father, right? Galatians, right? We're heirs, right? Right? We still, we still here, right? Right? Oh, because like, you know, thieves, thieves, they, they smart. They'll make people feel bad for the preparation so people will start to change preparing them. You know what I'm saying? Like, so there's a, see, see, see nobody care about me. Oh, well, we got to show that we care. We got to show that we care. Dude, I, I care. I care. I care. I care. Hey, I care. I care. Do I care enough? Oh, got to get back over here. I really care. Oh, sorry. I care. Hey, do, hey I really do care. What are, you, what are we doing here? When do we grow up? If all we're demanding is nurturing, when do we grow up? If all we want is milk, oh how do we ever eat meat? Right. You don't love me no more. Did I tell you that? Right. Well, get that devil out your head and let's keep on rolling together. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'm smiling, y'all. This is a smile. Just playing, okay? It's just jokes. My wife said that's the, it's the truth. All right, so, so, so we're talking about the enemy, and we're going to talk about four important things that we need to know. <laughs> about the enemy. I, uh, I need to do some more cardio. I need to do some cardio. I need to get back out there and play basketball. That's what I need to do. At least once a week, something, brother. <laughs> Breathing hard, preaching. All right, so... so uh, don't y'all be laughing at me. I still know enough to do on that court out there with y'all. I know how to pace my breath when I'm hooping. <laughs> All right, so, so, so let's go Ephesians, Ephesians 6. I know I'm, I'm shifting from the people in the back, but uh, I need to read this so we're on, we're on the same page. And I'm going to need the diagrams of the, uh, the natural person and so on and so forth. It's thumbs up back there. Thank you. That must be hope. Yeah, that's hope. <laughs> All, right. All right, so Ephesians 6, uh, 10. Uh, Pastor Mellis, you talked about this earlier today, didn't you? Yeah. All right. See your daughter over there going, yes, I was there. It was good. All right, Ephesians 6, verse 10. It says, uh, finally, my, I'm sorry, give you time to get there. No, you're not supposed to say amen. We're supposed to say what? Order. Shemita said when she taught, she said you're supposed to say order when you get there. So say order when you get there. Order. Ain't nobody saying order. Ain't nobody telling me what to do. That's why Shemita had to say order. <laughs> See, then this is what happens when you when when who when people are telling you what to do, you're looking at it all wrong. See, you're looking at it as someone controlling you. No, what they're doing is they're getting you to fall out of agreement with the spirit that's been controlling you. See, every time you submit and you embrace brokenness, right? See, that's fruit of the spirit. That's not, see, the, the, when, when, when something in you resists, that, that's, that's an evil spirit. That's rebellion, right? See, so you're not in control. That ain't God. There's nothing about that guy. Because what's wrong with, with if somebody say, say order? What, you, you going to melt? But guess what? That spirit's going to get uncomfortable. Because you're deciding to submit into you. That's why when you serve in the kingdom, you know, spirits fall out. Because spirits ain't trying to serve. Spirits are being selfish. If somebody else clean that up, I'm not cleaning it up. Now, I need a clean environment, but I ain't cleaning it. Was somebody else tied? Now, I need the, the air conditioning nice and cold. When it's cold, I need it warm. And when it's hot, I need it cold. But I ain't giving nothing. Y'all figure out how to do that. You got that, right? Right? I'm going to utilize the services. You know, now, now when my kids come here, make sure you have all their snacks together. Now, I ain't tithing. I ain't giving you nothing. But you better feed my kids while they're here. That's how we roll, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, not we. We don't roll that way. But I'm saying, you know. But. Well, 
See, see, there he go again with his jokes. Right. But this is how we process, but it's not us. The spirit in us will have us requesting things, but not participating in, not, not even care where they're coming from. Taking things for granted. Right? Just taking things for granted. You got that, right? Right? But that's not us. That's what we've allowed on the inside. Right? And people are just nice, but they're sitting there going, you make an awful lot of requests that don't participate in, in making sure that there's meat in God's house. And you make demands as if you are, it's your house. Like, uh, uh, which I'll be saying, the parents be like, like he paid the bills in this house. Anyway, that's probably not going over too well. So let's get to the scripture. <laughs> All right, verse 10. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Okay. It says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles or the tricks of the devil, which is what we're talking about now. It says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against, look, principalities, against powers, right? Against rulers of darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness in high places. So those are the four things that the spiritual enemy uses. Now, we, principalities, we talk about principalities, uh, it's from the Greek word, Archis, but it's a series of leaders or rulers or rank or organization, right? So the enemy is organized. Now, again, I said this humor, humor, with humor before, but I do want us to realize, like, so I grew up in, I grew up in the, I say this right because I love my city, but I grew up in Newark, but I grew up in what we would call the hood, okay? And, but the demons that are assigned to the hood are, I don't know, so was, let me see the rankings, maybe private? I guess that's the, is that the lowest one? Yeah, yeah so it's just a little private, right? Because why? Because people jumping in the sand. Like you don't need no special demons for people jumping, yeah, like keeping it real growing up, we leaping in the sand. Like no, we don't have to be tempted. Like, like we just, hey, hey, sin. You know, we just, we all in it, right? All right, but, but as we started moving closer to God, now they needed higher ranking demonic activity to trick us, right? Because we wasn't going for that. So, so when I first came to the kingdom, now they use a higher ranking demon, I don't know, corporate, corporal or something. So now what he, his assignment was to give me a lot of good deeds to do. Because what, I felt guilty because of the life I was living, right. right? And I was trying to make up for it. So I was like, okay, you need help? I want to help you. Hey, you need help? I want to help you. Hey, you need Jesus. Hey, you need all over the place. Wear myself out. Because I didn't, I wasn't converted yet, but I was going to try to strengthen my brother. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Does it make sense so far? But as I started going deeper in God, now the rankings had to be higher yep. and more deceptive. Now we know the top level is what? Satan disguises himself as what? Angel of light. Angel of light yeah. Right? So that's the wiles or the tricks, right? And, and so that's the organization that we're dealing with. So we're dealing with uh, principalities. Now, principality uh, is a territory or jurisdiction of a prince. That's where they got the word principality. So he has a jurisdiction. So ruling spirits are assigned to territory. Amen. They're assigned to territory. So, but they access it through individuals, right? Because remember, when, when Jesus came into the town to cast out the demons, he's like, we're we doing this. This is going to take too long. Let's go to the other side. He went to the, the headquarters and he cast out 2,000 demons, right? But they were, that 2,000 demons had headquartered themselves in one person. But they were impacting the territory. Do you see what I'm saying? They, they took up shop. They almost like found a vessel. Be like, this looks like a good spot. You think, Pete? Yeah. Yeah, we can occupy this fool forever. Right? He's totally open. Right? And so they, 2,000 demons in one person. But influencing and impacting a whole territory. Right? 
Just make sure it's not you. Remember in Daniel chapter 10, verse 13, Daniel prayed. And so trying to get an understanding. So God sent his angel, which is Gabriel, of under, you know, to, to give him the message. And so when he finally showed up, man, I've been praying, fasting and praying for 21 days. <laughs> he, said, he said, man, I, I, I went to come as soon as you prayed. He says, but the prince or the, 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 uh, uh, the archangel of that principality of Persia resisted me. Right? So sometimes you're praying, but there's, there's, there's someone assigned to the territory that's preventing you. That's why it takes 21 days to develop a habit, 42 days to make it a lifestyle. You have to endure some things. You got to stay down for a while. But see, there's spirits in us that won't let us sit for a day. We'll commit one day and change what we committed the next day. As if we never even spoke about it the first day. A lot of that happens in two, three weeks. This year, I'm, tell, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is going to be my year. This is going to be my year. I'm, you know, listen, listen, listen. I'm be exercising. <laughs> Change my diet. Finish that book. This is going to be the year. You know what, man? I got a feeling this is going to be my year. Like, we, we, we going through all that, and we mean well. <laughs> we mean well. Like, I think we really do want it to be our year. But it ain't going to happen just because you say it. That's mental assent. It got to be what you agree to change has to become a habit, a default. So you renew your mind. You mentally agree to change it, Romans 12, 2. But now, we just read it in Ephesians 4, renew the spirit of your mind, your default. Well, that takes time. Hey, hey, that takes loneliness. That takes nothing happening. No sales, no moves, no props, no nothing. You got to go through that to reset everything. But we can't sit there that long. Well, I just think I need to be doing something, man. I just don't know. You know, God taking too long. And, you know, I just got to, you know. You know, well, maybe, maybe I didn't hear God. So then you go do this. Well, well I just, I'm just, you know, I, I didn't really say that's exactly what I said I was going to do. That's what you thought you heard I said I was going to do. What I meant was I'm doing this over here. No, no, no. This is what I'm about to do, man. I'm telling you. This is going to be the move. Man, finally I know what I'm purposed to do. I'm, I'm there now, man. You know, all this time, you know, I've been going through stuff, you know. And, uh, you know, God, you know, ever since, you know, I got that breakthrough. My whole life has changed now. Then about four weeks later, they'd be like, you know, so what, you know, I'm, I'm kind of just, you know, just trying to, you know, I don't even know if God's real. <laughs> what happened to the breakthrough? What happened to the breakthrough? See, you allowed the spirits to get in your mind and to convince you, you didn't break through. You're broken. You need somebody to baby you. Oh, it's okay. You need somebody to make you comfortable with being broken so you stay being broken and you don't evolve from being broken because you're comfortable there. Okay, it's, it's okay. It's, come on, y'all, what are we doing? Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I know it's a little humor on it, but I'm just trying to open your spirit up a little bit. All right, so we got principalities, right? Bible talked about principalities. We know that's, that's uh, rankings and organization. Now it says powers. The next thing is powers. Now power is from the Greek word uh, exousius, which means authorities, right? Authorities, right? So now some demons have been given territory, but they've also been given authority. See, i.e. rank. So certain people have more authority or, or, or more authorization from the devil. There's some demon, demons from back in the day that be like, uh, devil, I got this. No, you don't. No, no. He, he stomps on your face every time you show up. You don't have authority to do nothing with him. Pete, you go handle him because this, this, he never wins. Just so he gets a, a, someone with more authority, right, to exercise his deception. 
Right? You got me? Right? So, so we should be encouraged, though, that we've been given access to greater authority. Amen. So it doesn't make a difference what the authority any demon has. If we're where we're supposed to be in Christ, we have greater authority. Right? All right, so, so, so stay with me. Stay with me because if you, if you get this, these pieces, the week will go better. Right? The, the week will go better. Uh, Pastor Mel was teaching in the, um, she's been teaching on, on, today was winning in victory, right? Uh, last week was still killing the story, but just on demonic activity in the discipleship classes. You know, we're, we're on the disciples' victory. And so that's our third book in our discipleship class. And so the author even said, he says, I know we're talking about all this uh, bind and loose the devil stuff. It could be scary. He said, but it shouldn't be if you're walking in your authority. If you know who you are. Right? You know, now, now, now this might not be spiritual, so don't stone me or text the church or nothing, people watching online. But, uh, you, know, you know, I'm a movie guy, so, so back in the day, one of the movies I liked was, uh, what's the name of the movie? Uh, oh, man, what's the name? Was it uh, Bruce Lee Warren? Oh, I'm not the only one to see that movie. I'm not the only one that's my favorite. So, so, so he's, he's showing up. That's your boy. Showing up. Showing up. Anyway, so, 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 so Bruce Leroy, I mean, he was being trained uh, by a master. So he says, okay, now he, he wanted to go to get enlightenment or whatever he's getting. And so, so his master sent him on a journey, but he thought he was on a journey looking for something. Like, Outside of himself, something, in t- something, you know, in t- you know, a building, a location, you know. So he's running around looking for stuff when the whole time it was in him. So he got into a situation where he was beaten to a point or broken to a point where all of his natural self was gone. And at that moment. What broke out was the power that was in them. I know it's a movie. I know it's a movie. But, but you understand what I'm saying? We're running around looking for stuff that's in us. But God, when we pray for stuff, God is sending what it takes to break our will to release our spirit. But we're running from it. Whoa. <laughs> you almost got me. You almost got me. <laughs> you almost got me. Yeah. Yo. Well, that truth. Yeah, you thought you'd give me that truth. I'm, I'm pretty slick, ain't I? No, we don't want to be slick. We want to take it. Yeah. It's going to break our will that the adversary has grabbed a hold of. And it's going to release the spirit in us. We run it from stuff, trying not to be embarrassed, trying not to look bad. Look bad, get embarrassed. That's, see, that breaks that flesh that the demon is housing. He's not housing your spirit. He's housing that flesh. Saving face, hiding, acting like you. Why are they, why are they saying hi? Because we love you, that's why. <laughs> don't give me, don't make me come down there. Hey, why are you saying hi? We're just smiling. Why, why are you trying to hug me? Because I love you. Gee. Here you go. He gonna, he, he gonna, he gonna, he gonna say something to me. I know he gonna say something to me. If I say something to you, I'm bothering you. If I don't say nothing to you, <laughs> see, he saw me. Let me tell you something. I'm just gonna love you, and then you figure out all that other stuff that's been running through your mind. How about that? All right. How about that? Look, 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 look. So, so right now, mm-hmm. I know he's talking to me. Who am I talking to? Who am I talking to? No, 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 no. Who am I looking at right now? No. That's the point. But, I, but some people wanted to say something, but they knew how I said it. They was like, well, I don't want to mess up. So I don't want to say it's me and it's not me. Because I could be looking right here and there's people behind you. There's people on the left or right of you. You said Benicia Duncan. 
Yeah, so anyway, all right, let's, let's get to these. So we said powers, and we said we, have, we, we actually have authority. Oh, boy, this one a little different than I thought. We definitely got to talk about this next week. All right, so, because, uh, well, well, why do you got to cut it short? Because I'm operating in, in what uh, Shamina talked about, order. Yeah, so, so there, there, there is a limit to, you know, unless the Holy Spirit says, man, let's talk for another two hours, then we're going to be up in here. <laughs> At least those that stay. Some, some people are going to get up out here like this dude. I went to that church, that dude talked for three hours. <laughs> All right, so, so Mark chapter 16, right? Uh, no, 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 let's do this, let's do this. No, no, we'll do 16. 16, let's go Mark 16. Uh, all right, verse, well, we're going to focus in on verse 17, but we can't go on the verse 17 without reading 15. All right, so it says, go ye to all the world and preach the gospel, the good news to every creature, right? It says, he that believeth, now he says, go preach, and them that you preach to, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Now, okay, yes, we're talking about, we know water baptism, but your first baptism is baptized into the body of Christ. Submerged or buried in the body of Christ. Baptism means submergence. The second baptism is the water baptism where you take that stench of the old man and you bury it in that water and you come out the new man. The, th- the third baptism is baptism or submerged in the Holy Spirit because the scripture says you must be born again. Born of water, submerged in water, right? John chapter 3, 3 through 7, right? And then born of the Spirit, submerged in the Spirit. You know, people run from being submerged in the Spirit because they can't control it. They don't want to let go, right? They don't want to let it work, right? It's Wednesday's teaching, okay? So we got that? Uh, So it says, says, uh, he that believeth shall be baptized, shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. So it takes some belief, right? You got to attach your faith to it, right? 17, and these signs, people will visibly see these things, shall follow them that believe. So a person can say they believe, but we know them by what? Their fruit, fruit, right? 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 So you shouldn't have to tell nobody you believe. They're going to see it by what? Your fruit. fruit. Okay, cool. It says, these these are the signs that follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up a servant, servant and drink any deadly thing and it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. These are the signs that shall follow them that believe. Amen. Not, I go to church and I know scripture only. Well, some people go to church and don't even know scripture, but I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? It's not just, that's important, but there should be signs. So it shouldn't be every time you're under attack, ah, 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 he's attacking me again. You have authority. Cast him out. I can't believe my child going through this. I can't believe you allowing him to go through it. Cast them out. Right? <laughs> he won't come out. Well, just like with the disciples, he said, oh, these come out by prayer and fasting. So you got to punk your flesh, starve your flesh, right, to empower the spirit. So that means you got to stop the smoking and drinking and the, and the greed and the lust. So this, these signs can follow them that believe. People walk around going, I don't believe that. Of course you don't believe it. If you don't set yourself apart to experience it, it costs something to walk in power. Okay, all right, so sorry about that. It got a little emotional there. You raised my voice a little bit. You know, I, you know, I need to be, you know, calm, cool, and collective. Like I play point guard, you know, just relax, relax, it's okay, it's okay, it's all right. Yeah, don't worry about it, we got it. All right, so Matthew 28, 18. Matthew 28, 18. 28, 18. All right. I'm going to just start reading, okay? 
for the sake of time. All right, it says, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, look, all power is given unto me in heaven and earth. So now he's saying, I have all authority now, right? He says, he says go ye therefore teach all nations or all people, look, they're baptized word again, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Submerge, so so if, if you think you need to be baptized in Jesus' name, the Holy Spirit's name, he covered all of them, okay? It says, teaching them to observe, now, now, now I'm watching, all things whatsoever I've commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the earth. So, so he says, not only do I have authority, I'm going to send you out to do some stuff, but I'm going to be with you wherever you go. The Bible says he works with the word with signs following. Right? So, so, so I'm going to carry the word. When I speak and decree a thing, the Bible says it shall be established. Whatsoever I bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever I loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Right? Amen. Right? Why? Because he backing me. Right? So I don't have to go into hustle. I can go into holy. Right? Okay, I'll just say that again. I don't have to go into hustle when stuff comes at me. I can go into holy. Right? I can do some things. Okay, all right, y'all, y'all with me there? So that's uh, whoa, that's powers. Oh, all right. So, so, so we got. I got to give you this. So Luke ten. Let's go there. Luke ten. Hopefully, I'll get to the other two, even if I have to just mention them, and then we get deep into them maybe next week. All right. So now we're dealing with. Uh, okay, we're still on powers and how we have more authority. All right, so, so, so Jesus had, you know, he had original 12, then he, then he grabbed, then there was 70 other, and then it, it just went exponential to, to 3,000, all right? But this is a, a passage when he had sent out the 70 and he had gave them power, right? And it says this, it says 17. It says, and the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the de- demons are subject unto us. Right? Now, 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 why did he do that? Because in verse 1, it says, after these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two by two before his face in every city and place whether he himself would come. So he sent them out to, with power like he had originally sent the disciples. Right? And they said, even the, the devils are subject unto us. And so his response was, he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. You know, behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So, so he, he gave them power, right? Now, the interesting thing is Jesus, uh, the way he, he's processed things, he gave them power and another point, we just read how he's given them authority. Now, power is dunamis. That's uh, might. That's having like superpowers. Authority, that's exousia. We talked about that earlier. That's uh, uh, when we talked about the principalities. That's uh, a right of disposal, a disbursement. So that's uh, a freedom or liberty. Uh, when you operate liberty, that's supernatural power, right? Uh, Best way I can say it, authorization. So you can have superpowers, but not be authorized to use them. You can go into the academy, they give you a gun and everything, be like, okay, until you get out of this academy, you're not authorized to use this. Right? So what we've been given is not only powers, because he filled us with wonders from the beginning, fearfully and wonderfully made us. We've been given authority, authorization. We've been authorized. What's that song? Demons are afraid of me. Because I, I found out the key to set captives free. Demons are afraid of me. What's, but what's the part? We are now in the kingdom. We're rulers over all. We've given the power to order the demons around. Makes no, no difference their power. Makes, makes no difference their might. 
It makes no difference in their size because in the name of Jesus, I've been authorized. That's what I was looking for, <laughs> right? 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 So it makes no difference their power or size because in the name of Jesus, we've been authorized. Right? And, and, and I remember when I first started reading that song, I was like, are we supposed to do that? Like, mocking them? Demons are afraid of me. Demons are afraid of me. <laughs> Let the key that is set captives free. Demons are afraid of me. Right? <laughs> right? Like, but the trip is, but, but once, I, once I understood the song, especially when we got to that part, it makes no difference. Their power makes no difference. Their size, because in the name of Jesus, I've been authorized. Right? I'm authorized. And so, so now what you do is, a matter of factly, you walk in your power and your authority. I use the word a matter of fact because sometimes we, we think we need to feel something. But you ain't feeling nothing if, that, if, if a dog run up in that hallway right now. You ain't necessarily feeling nothing special. What you going to get? Well, that's how you need to deal with the demons. Same way. You're going to sit there and let the dog just run around the hallway? Hopefully not. It's your church. Right? Okay, we'll use your house. How about that? You're just going to let that little mutt come in here. It's raining now. He's going to track mud in your house, and you're just going to keep moving around every time he comes to a spot. You know, it's, uh, it's Washington's be sitting in the house, and, and Jarrah said, well, Stephanie, move over here. You're in the way of the dog. And then Stephanie goes, well, no, I'm, I'm just going to sit over here because he's coming over here. And y'all just going to keep moving around your house? Well, I know y'all not going to do that, y'all. <laughs> you might. <laughs> well, depending on how they roll, they might kick the dog out there. <laughs> might not be no get. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? But that's how you have to treat demons. They, have, they, they shouldn't be coming rolling up on you like that. Now, so this is the key. So we've been given authority or, or, or he's given us access to authority and access to power. So why isn't some of us walking in access to power? Because you don't have authority till you submit to authority. Spiritual authority class, y'all should know that, right? 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 So, so Matthew chapter 8, verses 8 through 10, the centurion came and said, Jesus, please heal my servant. Right? He, he, says, he says, okay, cool, I'll just come to your house. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not worthy for you to come to my house. He says, basically, he, say, he said, all you got to do is speak the word only. He says, I'm a man under authority, and I have people under me. When I say go, they go. When I say come, they come. He says, all you got to do is speak the word only. Jesus said, I haven't found so great faith all in Israel. Why? He said, this guy understands the system. What he was saying is, I'm a man under, submitted to authority. And I have people submitted to me. Just as I do what I'm asked, they do what they're asked. So you don't have authority until you submit to authority. So when you walk around in rebellion, demons are bum-rushing your life, your mind, your house, your friends and family. Because you don't submit to nothing. And you think, yeah, you're going to do what the sons of Sceva did. I cast you out in the name of Jesus that Paul preaches. And the demons was like, Jesus we know. Paul we know, but who are you? And they jumped on him. See, some of us are worried about casting or speaking because you're worried about getting jumped on. <laughs> Let's keep it real, aren't you? Ain't you? Ain't you? <laughs> Ain't touch you. But you know why you worry about being jumped on? Because as we, like we, how we do a job, we be playing ball. And this guy, I'm scoring on every time. Every time he gets the ball, he's throwing the ball away. You know what we say? Oh, he with us. <laughs> and I, I'm a clown. I be like, hey, listen, we got some pizza for you at the end. Hey, just keep doing what you're doing, man. <laughs> yeah, we got some pizza for you. Hey, hey, did you get that check? Because <laughs> he with us. Well, this is what a lot of the demons are saying. When we start to open our mouth, they're saying, you don't spend all your time in greed and lust and fear. Now you trying to break bad? Oh, no, you with us. Right? That doubt, double mind, two souls, as we talked about James chapter 1, 8, is, is he accesses it when we open ourselves up to the bitterness, the resentment, the lust, and all these different things. And so now he sends people to control our life See, we just, we're, we operate with the devil like loan sharks. We just got a loan. 
I just got, you, you just got a spiritual loan. Man, I just wanted some pleasure, some pleasure. You know, uh, uh, you know, you know, what's the big? <laughs> like, like, what's the interest on this? Yeah, I cross that bridge when I get it. I just get this loan. Now, you got to pay with your life. But you're like, I don't know if I got the money. Well, you should have thought about that before you took out the spiritual bribe. And so now he sends other demons in your life to run your life, to take your wife, to take your kids and abuse them. All because you owe. Why do you owe? Because you took a compromise. You didn't wait on purpose. You cheated to take a moment of pleasure at the expense of purpose. Okay? All right, so. All right, so. I was supposed to be explaining this before we get out of here, okay? All right, so, so we want to walk in authority of power. A lot of times we're not walking in authority of power because if you submit to authority, you have authority, right? Now, uh, the, the way we, we, we embrace this power is when we submit to being born again, right? We talked about being baptized, right? So born again, John 3, 3, and 5. Now, to be born again or be a spiritual Christian, and we could put up the spiritual Christian diagram, um, a spiritual Christian submits to the kingdom of God. So this is spiritual Christian. If you look at the opening at the top, uh, open to God, right? God has access to your spirit, right? At the bottom, you can see the flesh is crucified and the door is closed to Satan, right? That's the spiritual Christian, right? Right? You know, just open to God, but have crucified the flesh. Satan and his demons have no access. We got that, right? Now, that's the born again person. Now, the unbeliever is the natural person, right? The natural person submits to the kingdom of darkness. So the spiritual Christian submits to the kingdom of God, right? Natural person submits to the kingdom of darkness. As you can see, the natural person, the door is closed to God. Spirit is almost dead, you know, because the wages of sin is what? Death, Death, right, good. Some Bible reading folk up in here, right? But look at the bottom. The flesh door is open, ain't it? And who has access? Satan. Satan. So that's the natural person submits to darkness. Spiritual Christian submits to what? Kingdom of God. Natural submits to the authority of the kingdom of God. So that person is going to walk in authority. Natural person submits to the kingdom of darkness. So if you're submitting to the kingdom of darkness, what you submit to, you draw from. Okay? Now the worldly Christian, we'll put the worldly Christian up. We don't want to leave anybody out. Uh, the carnal or the worldly Christian, look, both doors open. So that person's going to be what? Double-minded, right? Both doors open. So that worldly Christian attempts to straddle the fence and submit to both. But we already know that double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, right? Right? See, see, the double-minded, as we read uh, in in Revelations 3.15 last week, uh, that person's of no spiritual use. And what, it, what happens is, the reason why is, they're canceling out the authorization to disperse power. Because, you, you, you know, you, you, you're canceling each other out. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're submitting to the spirit of darkness and the, and, and the kingdom of God, right? So you're canceling out the ability to have authorization for power. Because you're betwixt between two, as the scripture says, right? You're two-souled. Right, so the adversary can always get in the way. Let's look at James 1, okay? Uh, definitely not going to get it all this today. Mm-mm-mm. I really want to give you that one, one piece, but that's how it goes. All right, so now, now this, we're going to hit verses 6, 6 to 8, but I got to read verse 5. It says, if any of you lack wisdom, which we get from the kingdom of God, James 1.5? I did say that right. Alright. If any of you lack wisdom, it says, let him ask. Let him ask of God that give it to all men liberally. Like, he just, in abundance. Right? So if I'm in a tough situation, I can pull on wisdom. But if, I, if I'm double-minded, I'm going to think it's hopeless. But there's wisdom from everything. There's, there's a video out there we taught it a while ago. Wisdom from there. So, so there's situations that's been 
it seem insurmountable in our life, but what happens is I always go, okay, God, what's the wisdom for this? So even though I have no idea it looks impossible, there's got to be some wisdom for it. Uh, We were in a second location, and uh, it was lease option to buy, so we came in, and when we came and we saw, we was like, okay, this is cool. You know, coming from a dance studio, this, this building's cool. It's nicely lit up, had the trusses going on with the, with the lights, right? And so, we, so we, per- we, we, we paid the down payment for the lease and everything. We come in the next day. All the lights are gone. The trusses are gone. And they had this huge white screen either that it was reflecting their lights off, that was gone too. So it was this big duct work. Huge, like the, the ceiling was higher than this. Like probably almost another half higher or, or more. And so we came in, I was like, babe, now what are we gonna do? We got service in a week. We can't have service with, a, with the big duct from the air conditioning. I think the, the things were about this size. Coming all the way down, I said, I said, they played us. Like, why did they take the light? Why did they tell us they was at least taking the lights? But then right away, there's wisdom for that. Now, first of all, we had to figure out how to cover it. It was so wide and so tall, you couldn't run a line all the way across. Because the curtain would just drop and you still see it. So I was like, Lord, what are we going to do? So the Lord came up, he, he gave me wisdom. We had a curtain running here on a rod extended rod up and then curtain going across. That, that wasn't the biggest deal. The biggest deal was we had to put it up. And there wasn't a ladder that went that high. So we had to climb on the beams. Because I remember Isaac showing up. He's like, so, so, so pastor, what, what are we doing here? And that's what I told you. I said, what? There's always wisdom. Right? So there's wisdom for every... And obviously, the lights... You know those uh, the lights when you go to Lowe's, they clip ons and they, they're LED lights, but they they they're in this uh, silver, got the little silver cover. They don't cost that much. I bought a, what about ten of those clip on lights, and it, it looked like we had stage lighting, but really they was just clip on lights, and then plug them up to the ceiling. We so we had to figure it out. But if the praise team was let me see, the praise team was back here, you couldn't see them. They had to come up front. See, what, but it's constant, there's wisdom from there. All right, so I just want to give you, give you that because sometimes some of us this week are going to have some situations that seems hopeless. It's just a demand for wisdom, yeah. right? Amen. It says, God give him liberty and upbraid if not, and it shall be given to him. Now, 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 but look, when you ask, it says, but let him ask in faith, not wavering, not being double-minded. For he that wavers is like the wave of a sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man or woman uh, think that, they, that he or she shall receive anything of the Lord. It doesn't say he or she, and it doesn't say man or woman. It says man, it's talking about our species. Underneath man is male and female, okay? I had to answer somebody's thought there. All right? So, and, and then it says, verse 8, it says, for a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, Right? Why? So it, it takes our, our authority. Um, oh, gee whiz. I'll, uh, y'all want me to do at least the third one or you want to wait till next week? Y'all make the call. Well, it depends if you're Russian. Uh, if you're Russian. All right, we'll wait till next week for the third one. Okay. Some people that weren't even about rush, they's like, this is a lot. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I want to go home. <laughs> All right, stand on your feet. That's enough for today.